Um, all right. Well, Cody, you mentioned at the top how we're going to hone in on the AFC West. So is there reason to assume the Chiefs AFC West dominance will end? I mean, have you guys watched the other three teams in this division play? <laughs> I'm still mad at, I actively, this is, I had money on the game. I was on a golf trip, right? So like I was already in the town in which we were going to be on Thursday night before we were going to play 36 holes the next day. And I actively try to convince the group to turn off that game. I can't watch this football anymore. It makes me sad and miserable and I don't want to see it. So they're done. The Broncos are done. They're, they're no good. So then there's the Raiders who the Chiefs beat up regularly and honestly, the Chargers keep holding water, but they should have lost their game on Sunday too. They made, Staley can't get out of his own way. And I know, nope. get one yard, win the game. But also punt and keep a team out of the end zone with a minute 10 to go and win the game. And honestly, as much as one yard is tempting, that's what you do. And so I just, I can't help but look at those three right now and still worry about the same thing we said at the first week one. The coaching's weird. Some of the quarterbacks are talented enough, but maybe Russell Wilson isn't as talented as we thought. Everything lines up. Everyone's still coming up. Uh, the It's like everything's coming up Millhouse, right? It's all Chiefs. It feels like their AFC West division run is going to continue. Quick question. does Is there any part of us that feels even the slightest bit sorry for Russell Wilson at all? I don't know why. Just like Couldn't he's just so positive and he's always trying to, you know, and things on a high note, it is bleak in Denver. And no. I don't, I just want to see him go off the rails. I want to see him absolutely lose it. I want to see a different side of him, but I just, I feel bad he because he's always so positive and it's just, it's not going well for him at all. As a, as a lifetime nihilist. No, I don't feel bad for <laughs> super positive people at all. You know what sucks? Keep feeling positive. Good luck. Here's, here's where he met. Here's where he messed up. You know, when he was in Seattle, he always did the Go Hawks, right? He always had Go Hawks. At the end of every press <laughs> conference, at the end of any, every interview, Go Hawks. Quick, succinct, to the point. You know, it's repeatable by Seahawks fans. It works. His problem was he got to Denver and he decided, you know what? Let's, let's stretch this out a little bit. Not just Broncos country. Broncos country, let's ride. That's too long of a tagline. You can't just fit it in at the end of every press conference. And it, and it sounds especially depressing when you suck, Have when you're not winning any games. So how do you say that? Like half-heartedly being like, Broncos country, let's ride. But when he says it positive <laughs> and they're bad, Nick, it's somehow worse. Like, have, um, Kayla, I know Nick does, but I don't know if you ever did. But if anybody watched Parks and Rec, the way he says that, is like the politician when they're trying to like talk to him in the office and he's just like, it's going to be a hot one out there today. You're like, stop saying it the same way. The mood's changed. <laughs> it's throwing us yeah. all off. I, I was more of an office girl myself, so I didn't watch a lot of Parks and Rec. It's on my list. But yeah, I think I rewatched that press, the end of that press conference clip maybe no less than 15 times. It just got funnier each time. You can't keep, he's so big. Here's the thing, going back to rest. Here's why it's tough to feel sorry for him because you're right, Kayla. Generally speaking, like if, if Russell Wilson was your office mate, it would be nice to be surrounded by somebody so positive. But then there's those days, you know, there's those days where that overly exuberant guy next to you, it's like, I don't really need this today. You know, I got a lot on my plate. I'm not having the best week. I don't feel great. And the guy's just walking up. Hey, everybody, how's it going? How's your day? Hell, wow, well, the weather's sure nice outside, isn't it? It's like, hey, not today, Bill. 
that's kind of who Russell Wilson is, and he makes himself an easy target. So when you're winning, it's like you can do whatever you want. I've You can be the biggest jerk in the world, or you can be the biggest cornball in the world. If you're winning, what can anybody say to you? It's the second you start to let mediocrity seep into your play that the wolves come out. <laughs> well, that's exactly what's happening. Nick, it's not just to continue your office analogy. The problem is it's like that guy exists. And then he's like, I'm the best guy there is. Let me have a, the vice presidency job. I want to be vice president yeah. of the company. And then they give him that job and he's terrible at it. And he just keeps telling you how happy he is. You're like, we're all miserable. The company is losing money and we're all doing bad. Please, please stop being so happy about this. That's a big part of this too, because as nice of a guy as he comes off, it's important to remember that he left Seattle because of a power struggle. Yeah. He wanted to call all the yeah. shots. And now in Denver, they are essentially letting him call all the shots. So it's <laughs> like, you made this reality as well. You're not just a part of it. You created it. I feel like this you all, shall receive. Yeah, yeah. All of this is why I feel good about the AFC West, to put it shortly. Because it's funny because <laughs> like the uh, the Chiefs are now plus money, right? Or minus money to win the division. They're They're the, not heavy, but they're the clear favorite at the moment in Vegas's eyes to win the division. And Vegas doesn't even like the Chiefs. They currently, the Chiefs are an underdog to the Bills. And if that holds, that will be the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career that he'll be a home underdog. So if that point and a half doesn't move by kickoff next Sunday, they it'll be the first time he's ever been a home underdog. So it's not like Vegas is over and throw. And even they're telling you that they're a clear favorite. That's shocking. I mean, I understand why they're a home dog, I guess. The Bills are really freaking good. But the, it's taken five years of starting in the NFL for Vegas to be like, you know what? We don't like Mahomes in Arrowhead. on sun, in prim, I guess it's not prime time, but it's no. an afternoon game. There's going to be, what, two other games going on? Like, that's shocking that it's taken this long for him to be a home dog. That didn't happen in last year's divisional game? Nope. Interesting. Okay. Not by the time kickoff was let me there. Ask, let me ask you guys a question. Um, we're sitting here about a month into the season. Before the year, we thought this was going to be the best division in football, and it wasn't even close. Ironically, that title probably belongs to the NFC East, which we thought might be the worst division in football. So, Thank just, God <laughs> Brian Dable's away from the Bills, by the way. That makes me happy now. Apparently, he's great. Yeah. Well, and yeah, Mike Kafka seems to be doing a pretty damn good job as well. So I'll be head coach next year. So uh, this is weird. I don't know how we got to this point where the <laughs> AFC is like the joke of the NFL. Do you think they get two teams into the playoffs? Whoa, no Bosa and no Slater. Uh... Okay, so are you are are you guys already like? Not giving the Raiders any shot. Zero uh, percent. I'm one on zero percent right for now. them yeah, and no. on the Broncos. So, are you off on the Broncos too, Kayla? Yes. No chance. Okay. So I, we're very. Yeah, I haven't seen anything from them at all that looks promising. So basically, we're asking: Do you think the Chargers have enough to still find a way into the playoffs? Looking at their schedule, no. Um. God, no. God, is that really where I'm going to land? Brandon Staley's wow. going to be Justin Herbert's coach. Well, look, I think the win next Monday against the Broncos makes sense. They're better than them. 
The Seahawks have proven pretty feisty, but based on the way they're playing defense, okay, I'll give them the wear there because, you know, Herbert might throw for a thousand yards, but they can lose on the road to the Falcons, road on the 49ers, home against the Chiefs, road against the Cardinals, home against the Raiders. You know, like the schedule, it's not, it's not all cupcakes. And if the problem is they're missing again, their second and third most important starter. Like that's what's hard, Nick. Do you think any like if you took the two, two of the three best players off of any team in the NFL who is already not currently in the playoff field, no matter the point of the season, would you predict them to make the postseason? Because I think the only reason we want to answer yes is because of Herbert. Yeah, but I agree. And the, and the flip side is like I don't like playing the schedule game in in general just because like we see it pan out. Yeah. Chiefs lost to the Colts. So. Well, they also have the Colts on December 26th. So look out, Chargers. <laughs> well, that's an automatic loss. We'll go ahead and <laughs> drop that one. But what, but what the thing about the Chargers is we go, through, I, I don't like playing the schedule game with them is because you're right. I can go through all of these different teams and say, okay, you should beat the Seahawks. You should beat the Falcons. They have every single week has been a coin flip for them yeah. with the exception of the Texans game, which I think and that final, one got close late. Yeah. Right. So like, oh. This was a, they looked like they were going to lose on Sunday to the Browns. So at some point, I want to see you dominate one team. Can you just do it one week? Can you have one week where it's like, oh, that's why we really were high on the Chargers coming into the season? Because we're a month in and we haven't seen it at all. They still can't stop the run. They're still a bad defensive team, despite having a defensive head coach. I still don't trust their coach and they have massive injuries. The only reason, if you had me say today, Chargers are making the playoffs. Come on. The only reason I would be saying that is Justin Herbert exists, who is also hurt. So I just don't, it's like, I know he's playing well, but he's also hurt. That can cost them a game the next few weeks. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. If anyone, it's going to be the Chargers, but I'm not even fully confident in them. So we're going to get to another fun new segment. Uh, who's new who segments? has to have it? New segment, new segment alert. Um, alarm. Who has to have... We need a soundbite for that, Nick. Nick, yeah, can, can we have some alarms something? or bells or whistles here? What's going on? Okay, well, you guys didn't tell me to have this before, but I can do <laughs> bring it up that I wasn't ready with the siren. I can do it in post, and it would sound like we planned it all out. Yeah. <laughs> it, we didn't. That. How about for next week? For next week, can uh, we have a who week. has to have it sound? Who has okay. to have it? Meaning, who do we need to see something big from this game? What player are we singling out and looking for? Going back to the conversations. Yeah, going back to the conversations. And and oh sorry, Kay, I mean to cut you off so I can get your answer. Yep. But go for it. Um, I think it's Legere Sneed. He's gonna be asked to do a lot in this game. They got a lot of good wide receivers. Someone's gonna be coming at him. They'll occasionally try to line up Waller with him and Adams and Renfro. He's gonna have to guard three different types of players. And I think that they're gonna challenge them because he's been very good. They need one guy to just be like, our guy's good here. We're not going to throw towards him in this game. Let's go pick on the other ones because then you can design coverage around it. Because if everyone's getting picked on, it's a problem. I, I think if it's, for me, there's a lot of choices. But if it's who has to have it, I think it's Legere's need for this game. I'm going to go with Orlando Brown Jr. I know that Ooh. I know that it wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't great versus, versus Tampa Bay. And now you go up against Max Crosby and we kind of forget that the Raiders signed Chandler Jones this offseason who has a grand total of, let me, Add these up really quick. Oh, zero sacks as a Las Vegas Raider after that massive contract they gave him. But that's still two guys who have a pretty nice track record of getting to the quarterback. 
Orlando Brown Jr. needs a, a get right game. He really does. Because it's not just for him personally, contract stuff, wanting the extension in the offseason. You are the left tackle for a team that has Super Bowl aspirations. Can't be getting your ass handed to you every single week. Because if that is the case, if that's the reality, which I know we saw this kind of at the beginning of last year, and then by the end of the year, we were much higher on him. We need to see you perform at a high level because that is a premium position. You can overcome not having as much talent on the outside. You can overcome not having the same weapons in your receiver room. You can't overcome bad play from your left tackle. And what we've seen so far this year, maybe not bad, but it's certainly not been up to the standard that we expected from him. So this isn't even really for the Chiefs to win the game. Orlando Brown Jr. could play bad, and the Chiefs are still going to win because I think that's the biggest advantage. I mean, it's the biggest advantage you're going to have in the division all, all season at home against the Raiders, but you just need your left tackle to play like a starting caliber left tackle. Uh, we make fun of the Raiders because they deserve it for the most part. They do have a really good pass rush. Like, I, I know that Chandler Jones has not been the guy that they thought that they were getting, but Max Crosby is one of the most consistent pass rushers yeah. in the entire NFL. I mean, they're two sacks last weekend. Yeah, week he's. Four. He's really good. So I, you know, I mean, my my assumption being that Nick, you're probably right. I mean, you could say that about several of the guys in the offensive line, but they're also coming off of their best performance of the season. They beat up their last opponent the entire game because they said bad things about them in press conferences and they took it out on them. But at least they're coming off their best game, Nick. So at least if Orlando Brown has to have it, then. At least they're coming off of a confidence-building game like the one against the Bucks. For me, it's still Juju. I want to feel great, not good about our wide receivers, and I still just feel good. Um, so far on the season, he's had 19 receptions for 224 yards, zero touchdowns. I want to see Juju with a touchdown tonight. He is questionable. Mm, that's I scary. just want to. I want to see. I, I'm with you, Kayla. I want to see. Can you just give us a glimpse? Can you give us a glimpse into, okay, you still have a, a playmaker on the outside. There was that one play that he had against the Colts, I want to say, where he caught the ball on third down and sort of yeah. took it up the field. And it was, was really a glimpse. really good, really good adjustment to, to make the catch. But I want to see it for four quarters. Like, I want to see a game where it's like, oh, wow. The Chiefs offense, I don't really have concerns with. The numbers are still good. They're still one of the top in the league. But. There's going to be a game, maybe it's next week against Buffalo, where you need one of the playmakers outside of Kelsey to go out and make a game-winning type play. Juju is the guy we thought was going to be that dude. They don't, you know, yeah. I, other than Travis, you know what it is? You want to see a Travis-Kelsey game like you saw Tyreek. Nick, that's what you're saying. Like where it's nine catches for 90 yards. I just, I, I don't know what they do in this scenario if he never turns into a star because then they're relying too much on... Kelsey and I don't know. I don't know at what point teams will do Bill Bell, Bill Belichickian things to close him off. Like we'll triple team him, do something else. Yeah, I don't care what you do. You're not beating us with this guy for four quarters. Yeah, I feel yeah. like a team right now would almost accept that, wouldn't they? If they just be like, "Well, we lost. Juju had 11 catches for 160 yards. Kelsey had two for 20, and we took our chances." Yeah, so, sue us because at least you know what it is. Other, it's the insanity defense. Otherwise. What the hell are you going to do? You're just going to keep being like, you know what? I think we'll just, guys, I, what if we just keep a linebacker on Kelsey? You think it'll work? You're like, no, it's a horrible idea. Put many players on him, as many as you have. 
till at least one Chiefs wide receiver proves that they can be the guy for an entire game. 